Morning, everyone. I apologise for my voice. I've got a a cold this morning, so my voice might not be as clear as normal. But we're thinking about the love of God, and this is part two. This little letter written by the Apostle John has many themes, but the two I want to mention are these. God is light, that's chapter one, and God is love, and that's chapter four. We're referring, of course, to the first letter that John of John's epistles. In the first part of the letter, the emphasis is on God is light. And if we, as God's people, belong to him and are his, then we will show it by walking in the light, in fellowship with him and not in the darkness that characterises the world system all around us. But our subject today is the love of God. So let's read 1 John 3 verse 1. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the children of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. The expression that we've just read, what manner, is rather interesting. It indicates something that is not the norm by any means, but absolutely amazing and often beyond our understanding. It's only used a few times in Scripture, including the magnificence of the temple, which took 46 years to build, of the angelic message to Mary regarding the miraculous virgin birth of the Lord Jesus, of the divine authority of the Lord Jesus when he, as creator, rebuked the wind and spoke peace to the sea. And here, in this verse, of the love of God bestowed upon his children. So this love of God bestowed upon and shed abroad in God's children is a wonderful thing to behold and demonstrate it demonstrates the life of God in us. We've been considering in a previous study the love of God to us, but here the emphasis, I believe, perhaps is the love of God in us. And because of that, the unbelievers don't understand us as they didn't understand the Lord Jesus when he was here on earth. The people didn't understand how and why he spoke and acted with such grace. They said, never man spake like this man. They wondered at the gracious words that proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, what manner of man is this? He, of course, uh, was totally different because he was God manifest in the flesh. And, says the scripture, he was full of grace and truth. All his words and actions with the expression of the love of God. Scripture says of him, No one has seen God at any time, the only begotten Son. He has declared him or shown him out. He was the very manifestation of the heart of the Father. But the verse we're looking at and its context are talking about believers being God's children. And as God's children having his love bestowed upon us. Therefore, if we truly are his children, then the family likeness will be obvious. We will, or at least we should, be living and walking in love like our Lord did in word and deed, demonstrating God's love to our Christian brothers and sisters, and indeed to all around us. In the land of Israel, there are two main inland water masses, the Sea of Galilee and the Dead Sea. The Sea of Galilee has water flowing into it from the mountains around it and it has water flowing out of it uh, 
serving the needs of hundreds of thousands. However, the Dead Sea has water running into it with no exit. Therefore, it's lifeless, dead, and its water is totally undrinkable. It seems to me that things have deteriorated so much that this is the condition of many professing Christians today. Many have an incredible knowledge of the Bible and could give you chapter and verse of pretty much anything, but when it comes to practical Christianity, they're nowhere to be found. You see, plenty flowing in and little or nothing flowing out. That is not what Bible teaching is all about, dear fellow Christians. In Mark chapter 12, one of the scribes came and asked Jesus, which is the first commandment of all? Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment, and the second is like, namely this, Thou shalt love thy neighbour as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said unto him, Well, Master, thou hast said the truth, for there is one God, and there is none other but he. And to love him with all the heart, and with all the understanding, and with all the soul, and with all the strength, and to love his neighbour as himself, is more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he answered discreetly, he said to him, Thou art not far from the kingdom of God. You see, the law said, thou shalt. But in Romans chapter 8, the Apostle Paul says this, what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. And Romans chapter 5 says this, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Many churches have honed in on rules and regulations, but have overlooked the fundamentals regarding the love of God and practical Christianity. In Luke 11, Jesus said, Woe unto you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and all manner of herbs and pass over judgment and the love of God. These ought you to have done and not to leave the other undone. And then the Lord says in Matthew 23 something very interesting. Can you imagine someone putting your soup through a strainer in order to remove a gnat when there's a camel in the bowl? That's how the Lord accused the religious leaders of his day. He said, you blind guides, which strain out a gnat and swallow a camel. I'm convinced of this, that many people are seriously stumbled by such little evidence of the love of God and genuine care for one another and for the wider circle of neighbours and associates. Dear fellow Christian this morning, the love of God has been bestowed upon us. It's in us. It's been shed abroad by the Holy Spirit. Where is the evidence of it in my life? 
And can I dare to say, where is the evidence of it? In your life, may we search our hearts in the presence of God this morning. God bless his word to us.